Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast 220. <laughs> um, it's if you me. can't tell, that was Charlie. <laughs> I was trying to um, do the, the little intro in Abby's voice. She finally let me do it. She was it. like, why don't I do it this week? I was like, okay, but thoughts if I'm better because I don't know about that. Yeah, we still need an intro. Anyway, touchy <laughs> subject. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, a little bit under the weather. Yeah, we've switched roles this week. Last week yeah. I was sick and now you're – maybe I gave it to you. That could have been a possibility. <laughs> you know what? I feel like everyone's sick at the moment. Mm, it's actually crazy. But it's, but not, it's COVID. not COVID. Like everyone's just yeah. sick with something. I think, yeah, the change of weather. Yeah. I um, definitely am on the verge of burnout. So I'm yeah. gonna, I think this will be the last. Oh, we need to talk about that. Wait, we're doing a little Q&A this week. Oh, yeah, this is a Q&A epi. Um, thought we'd just get some questions that you guys wanted us to answer. There was a lot of, like, um, common questions, so thought we'd They're just... They're kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm excited are. to answer. We'll also do some quick fire ones, which I think... Yeah, we'll do quick ...may fire cause first. a little bit of a fight, <laughs> because one of them... I'll leave yeah, it, I'll leave yeah, it. Yeah, just... Um, yeah, so we'll do quick fire questions first, and then we'll get into, like, the more in-depth questions that you guys have asked. But, Charlie... How was your week and weekend? Because it was a big week for you. Oh, it was huge. But I honestly, I'm on cloud nine today. Um, Although I'm very, very tired and starting to get unwell, my Organised by Charlie launched. My Organised by Charlie. Uh Um, And it went really well. I was honestly so happy. Um, I just feel so grateful because imposter syndrome. But before I launched, I was starting to be like, oh, my gosh, like, what if no one loves this stuff? Like, Oh, my God. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Well, it was being sent into my girls' group chats, being like, I need this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. Cute. Um, no, but it was honestly, it was, a, it was really well. It was really good. It was really well. It was, yeah, it was really well. Um, and I'm really happy. I've just been packing. packing. I was going to say, how's that going? Oh, it's. It's, it's going. It's going. But honestly, I actually love doing it. I love seeing everyone's names. Yeah. Like it's it's actually really nice. Has so. been any surprises? With like people that yeah. lots of um lots of oh actually I notice a lot of names from the podcast. <gasps> like people who have chatted to Oh um, my god. I know. Wait, I that's know. so nice. Shout out to you guys. If you guys um supported Charlie and bought from her for organized by Charlie Drop. She really appreciates it. Seriously. I really appreciate a it too. A couple people have messaged me um, saying, you know, listen to the potty and then like a screenshot of their order and I seriously oh, I'm just like, I love you. Wait, that's so nice. Well, thank you guys so much for doing that for Charlie. Um, I, feel like it's, I feel like it's me too. <laughs> but um, yes, that was a big week. So yeah, you'd be, you'd be dead. Yep, just going to kick back. Mother's Day this weekend. Yes. Um, My first you Mother's gonna Day. Say what else you did on the weekend? Oh, know, what maybe, I did on the yeah, – Maybe so, visited so, someone? We uh, – Josh and I actually went to visit the new humble abode. <laughs> that would um, be Ab's new place. And it's a vibe. Thoughts. I love it. And you know what? I love your room. Yeah, it's it's a vibe. Yeah. I lucked out on that, to be honest. Yeah. So we didn't stay for the uh, the housewarming and drinkies. No, she was she was there. Her and Josh um, came. You guys were on a little datey date. Yeah, we went and grabbed some lunch before because – Big trek to Bondi, we'll say. Um, <laughs> so we really had to make a day bar. of it and then uh, we bounced in the afternoon before <laughs> drinkies. <laughs> <laughs> as usual. But, yeah, it was really nice to have them over. Josh on my hat, as you probably saw. How's that going? Obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, this weekend is Charlie's first Mother's Day. I know. How are you feeling? I'm really excited. Um, 
It's actually, I just love being a mother. Well, I'm about to cry. I'm, I, this is, a, you, like, this is emotional. This is your first Mother's Day. I know. And honestly, like, just being a mum is just, like, all I've ever wanted to be. Yeah. And yeah, I it's am. being celebrated. <laughs> yeah. So, I literally am willing. Oh, my God. Right. No, I'm actually going to cry too. <laughs> I swear, anything to do with my daughter, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah you are just like, like. Um, oh. But let's, let's. What this do you is plan? This going to be a fun app. No, um, but it's I'm not. I'm not really sure what our plans are yet. I guess we'll have to find out. So I'll, I'm sure um, Josh rep- will be all over that. Yeah, I'll report back next week. What's what's your plans this weekend? Um, uh, What did I do last week? Oh, yeah, I moved. <laughs> Yeah, you. yeah. So I, I feel like we've had big weeks, both of us. I feel like forever since we've recorded. I think just because mm. so much has happened since the last yeah. podcast. But um, I moved. I'm in my new place, and I'm oh, loving it. Yeah, loving it. But a little reality check. I know it would look like it's freaking the best thing ever, mm. but I've had some adulting moments yeah. that have slapped me in the face. What what I, type of moments? Um, so moving was just a lot, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like it's, get, it's pretty I have like heaps of stairs, really steep stairs. Oh, I, will, I got there and I said, Abs, you cannot come home after you've had a couple drinks. <laughs> you are going to absolutely stack it. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, so we it was a big day on Friday and then Saturday just unpacking. I'm still unpacking my wardrobes and everything. Um, but I... Yesterday, sliced my finger open. Um, Adulting things. Yeah, with, <laughs> with a bread thing and then realised we don't have any Band-Aids in the house. So oh, I was bleeding. It's all that for like, little stuff. Yes, I was bleeding for like two hours with tissues on me. I didn't have paper towels. Like tissues Blood on loss. me. Like I didn't know. I was like, oh, my goodness, mum, where the are hospital. you? And <laughs> then <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I went shopping at um, like obviously a new shopping place and nearly got in a car accident in the car park and had a, a, a mental breakdown I sent Charlie a, a photo of me crying in the car I was like it wouldn't be a mental breakdown if I didn't show you and then the next night it was like I'm not, not going back there I'll go to a Woolworths so I went to a Woolworths got fishbowl went in got my groceries a few things came out got home ready to eat my fishbowl and I was like oh, I left my groceries in the car went back to the car I left my groceries at, Wool- at Woolworths <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like I checked out, paid for it, and just left them there. I did this like three times when I was pregnant, but I was pregnant. So yeah, like, that's <laughs> I've got my no excuse. excuse. So you know, it's not always cracked up to me, but honestly, I'm so happy. Like I can't even mm. just yeah. It, I'm just happy. How um how are you going being away from your mama? She came over on the weekend with her boyfriend, and um, and did she and bring the espresso? She did bring the coffee machine. I was like, <laughs> don't come if you're not bringing the coffee machine. I cannot afford <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> um and. That has been working a treat. I've been yeah. I'm it, a barista. It looks, it looks good. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to get one. You really need one. And yeah, so she brought that over, and she's just and uh, her boyfriend connected our washing machine and like oh. they, they yeah it was nice. I I'm been calling her every day. Like there's been yeah u- updates every day. I yeah. just I miss her, but it's been I feel like it'd be really good for our relationship. Yeah, well yeah, you would just appreciate each yeah. other a lot more and she's not going to get annoyed with all of your deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> and me and my sister too, like we've been calling and like catching up too, oh, which is nice. Beautiful. Um, but this weekend uh I have a fashion week party on Friday, which will be fun cuz fashion week's next week. Is so, it? Yeah. Wow. So our, what is it, three-year anniversary of our yeah, salt and vinegar chips in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, um, so are you going to any shows? Yeah, I'm going to some next week. I'm going to the Astra Resort one. And are then I'm doing something. Fashion week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I know. I love their stuff. Um, 
the girls there are just beautiful. Like they should be they're doing amazing things. Mm, so that would be killing it. I think I'm going. She's relatively young, isn't she? Yeah, she's our age. She's from the Northern Beaches. What a boss. Um, Helena, her name is. Um, and I'm doing some stuff with GHD, I think, as well. Um, but still finalizing that. Go, girl. Uh, yeah, so that's it. And then the rest of the weekend probably keep it pretty low key, that's, to be honest. That sounds great. You know? Um, so what was your love this week, Charlie? My love, oh, I actually didn't have one and then luckily I came across one this morning. <laughs> um, I listened to the new KickPod episode. Also, I saw our DMs. A lot of people are asking for other podcast recommendations. Oh, should we do a few little... KickPod is yeah. my number one. I listen to pretty much every single episode. Yeah, I feel but... like that's really up your alley because Steph, she's a mum. Yes. And like she like a mum business balancing and that life. And she's such a like humble, beautiful Yeah, like person. wholesome girl Not next that door. I know her, but like... No, she just, <laughs> just seems... I, I, I just know. You know what I mean? You just know? Yeah. Um, do you have a podcast recommendation? Um, I what am I, I? I love Emma Chamberlain's podcast. I, I love haven't listened Olivia Neal's podcast. You probably wouldn't love, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Happy Hour. Um, oh yes, I listen to so many podcasts. It's actually ridiculous. I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe I you could, we to. could just put up a list or something. Yeah, of what we. Yeah. So back to my love. Yes. I just went off in a massive tangent, tangent which like is we just do. Really bizarre of me. Um, <laughs> The they did an episode with Lisa Wilkins. Do you know from the Today? Yeah, wait, yeah, Wilkinson. On the news, sorry. Yeah. Um. So I I just knew her from the Today Show. Didn't really know too much about her story, but she is a boss. Yeah. So she was the first. Um. Sorry, the youngest editor of a magazine at twenty one. Wow. And she's just anything that's she's like really women empowerment for women. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you know, like gender equality and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, because there was a massive with. thing with her, like the pay, pay yeah, gap, yeah. So um, there's too much to say, but listen to the episode. You'll be feeling so motivated and inspired to be just a boss. Love that. I think I've said a boss like five times <laughs> and already. If you saw her hands right now, she's yeah, really giving some like, action to it. What is this <laughs> like? <laughs> what's your love? Um, my love this mm. week is my mum. <laughs> um, I just, I like I said, it's made me appreciate her so much. And like, as much as I am loving living out of home, and I'm just. Mm. I'm having so much fun. I love being able to, like, when I'm having these moments, I've had a few moments over the weekend where I'm just overwhelmed because there's a lot of change all at once. It's a big step. And obviously I said on my Instagram last week that um, I left my job. Um, Mm. So it was my last week last week. So everything's just new and and she's just, like, always – Always knows what to say and always do. They're, they're just so right all yeah. the time and tend to just put things into perspective for you. Like the world mm. is not ending. Like calm yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And my sister too. I just my family this week, I think. That's absolutely stunning. Should we get into our quick fire questions? I'm actually I actually feel felt a little sick in my stomach then. I'm <laughs> nervous for these. No, we have actually four each. I don't I don't even know. Let's just go one for one. Yeah. Maybe I'll go, go first. Quick fire. These are like supposed to be like just on the They're fun until the end. Anyway, dream job. Dream job, have my own company, be fully self-employed, LA, podcast now. That's my dream. I think have got the same dream job. Yep. Dream job. Dream job. (laughs) Um, One piece of advice you give your 13-year-old self? Um, To stop trying to get validation from the wrong people. Yeah. And the things that I think are going to be cool in a couple years' time, 
They're not. Trends, trends are trends. They go in not and out. Not necessarily trends, but the things that like, I don't know, doing, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So yeah, These okay. are definitely on the spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, um, all right. Where do you see yourself in three years time? Kind of similar to the other one, but it's giving it a bit of a time. What, what am I going to be? How am I at 22 turning 23? 25. So turning 26. Halfway to 50. Ooh. Um, hoping, crisis. Quarter life crisis. <laughs> hoping I'll have a... Like on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping there'll be a relationship somewhere. Um, I want to be fully self-employed. S- fully established. I want to be successful in my businesses. Hundred yep. percent. That's like my main goal for the next couple of years. Like yep. I'm very career focused. Um, I want to have traveled a lot, and I want to. I don't want to put timelines on things because we've spoken about it before. Yes. But like that's where I'm you very, envision yourself. I'm very open to settling down, and that after. <sighs> Anyway, that, that was a bit of casual manifesting. Yeah. Say. <laughs> we'll see. Um, best place you've travelled to? Vanuatu. Not Bali with me. <laughs> God, I don't know why. <laughs> no, Vanuatu, uh, stunning. That's all I can say. Look I've it up. Been. Look it up. Well, like look up, <laughs> look like, up on flights a and, and accommodation and stuff. Yeah, I there. remember when you went. That was beautiful. Oh. Yeah. And we booked... It like a couple of days before, like yeah, just it was very on the whim, spontaneous, which is very very random for me. Unlike to do. you, <laughs> yeah. Um, most unexpected thing about living out of home? Oh god, um, I think the li- like we said, the little things that you have to think about that you don't have band aids, band aids. Toilet paper. We didn't have toilet paper when we moved in because we moved there. Such a little thing. We moved like we're moving all our stuff in, and obviously I needed to pee, and I was like, wait, oh. There's no toilet paper. It doesn't just appear in the cupboard. Yeah, like um, medicine, like a, a can opener. I tried to open a can of beetroot and I couldn't. I was trying to stab it with a knife. There's no, just little I, things. I'm getting flashbacks from when we moved in and I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, you're right. Like you're exactly right, the little things. Yeah, it's just the little things that you just don't think about, I think. Mm. Um, plans for baby number two? Yes, we would love to be blessed with another bubba. Um, I would love to but be we won't with have another, another baby until we feel like we can give that baby our absolute all. Yeah. So no timeline. Yeah, no timeline, but would love. Yes. <laughs> I would also love. Um <laughs> Oh, my turn. One, yeah. Chocolate in the fridge or cupboard. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say fridge. What what uh, uh, I oh think no. we just ended our friendship. Okay. I like it in the cupboard, but once it's opened, I feel like I put it in the fridge. I have some serious, intense debates with people about this. Really? Don't you just love the feeling of it just being so melty in your mouth? If it's in the fridge, you're like breaking your teeth. Yeah, but uh, you let it melt and then you eat it slower because it's like still melting. I don't want to eat it slower. I do because <laughs> portion control. <laughs> No, I, I want to just, you know, when it's like, you know what I do love Do you leave more? your um, tomato sauce in the fridge or cupboard? Fridge. Mine's in the cupboard. Uh, look, I don't <laughs> really care. I just kind of. Who wants to have a hot meal and have cold tomato sauce? Cools it down on your little pie. See, we're opposites. But you know what I do love? Um, having like a bit of chocolate in my mouth and then I like sip my cup of tea and it melts it even more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's we'll move on. We'll agree to disagree. Um, last one for me to you. And then I'll ask it to What's you. What's your then? pet hate of me? Or pet peeve? Something I do that. 
Okay, something you do. So anyone who knows abs. Oh, I love how she just thought of this straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone who knows abs, she needs a little extra loving. <laughs> you know, she's a bit sensitive. And I guess you could say like on text, I'm quite dry. I'm this is literally sh- going to contrast my one. Oh, Go. really? Yeah. I'm quite straight to the point. Like, like I'm just I, not blunt. She's blunt. Blunt. Um, and then Abby will be like, Wow, okay, you don't need to put a full stop <laughs> And I'm like, babe, like, I literally, this is like, say the sentence is. She's got I'll like bear me in one hand, yeah. she's cooking dinner, she's like uh, sending me the message and I'm like, oh, you could have used an X. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll be like, oh, one time I said, no, this is it. <laughs> one time I said, she asked me something and I said, yep. And she goes. No, you I, said, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I have an issue with, yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. Like, hey, do you want to do this episode? Yeah. She's and I like, said, why do you hate me? I said, I'm going to need a little bit more enthusiasm. I don't like, yeah. Say yes or yep. Yeah. It just sounds so open-ended. Don't care. Like, yeah, whatever. To me, yeah is like, yes, but even in a just more chill way. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Don't care. That's what I get. The thing is though- <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Well, should we go into my pet peeve about you? Yeah. Even though it wasn't on there, but I'll tell you. <laughs> my pet peeve about you is that you are blood. <laughs> oh, who has time to do little kisses and, and hearts a, around the face? We don't do emojis. We don't even do kisses, but it's just like sometimes I need a, little, a few more H's on the air or a few the more. The thing is though, with people that I'm not like super, super close with, I do go and do the X's because I'm like, they yeah. don't know me. Yeah. But you, I expect, I'm used to it. I'm, I, expect, I am used to but it. But this is where your, your, your soft side yeah. comes out to play I'm, and I have not got time for it. I don't, I don't have a boyfriend giving me X's and <laughs> giving, me, <laughs> giving me um, nice text messages and stuff. So I, I expect it from you. Oh, she's high maintenance. But to girl. be fair, she you sent me a really nice message the other day. You were like, I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you driving out to do the podcast record the podcast with me and Yes. And she always um makes makes sure that I know that I'm appreciated. Yeah. I think so we have, I, I think I we're good nice at that. Text here yeah. And there, yeah. I don't need to do the texts no, okay. the X's sorry every other time. That's anyway, fair. I'm kind of glad we just knuckled this yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. It's like therapy for us. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna go, <laughs> so we're gonna go into our like I think we have five or six each of like questions that you guys asked that were most common and will require a bit more of an in depth answer maybe yeah yeah um, so we'll just go one for one I'll ask you first okay I'm ready um, number one what was your hardest thing about labor my hardest thing about labor my hardest thing about labor and I've thought about this before, is absolutely, and I think everyone would think this, not knowing when it's going to end. Oh, There's that no would be torture. finish line. So, yes, you're in pain, but if they say you've only got one more hour of it, you know. You'd be um, like, yeah, that's I'd be so like, true. okay, I, I can push through. That. Even in terms of like your dilation, it doesn't really kind of give you an indication. Like, for example, I was stuck at three centimetres for hours and hours and hours. And you would have been like, oh. And that that was the hardest part for me because it wasn't like, okay, you know, you'd go a centimetre an hour. Yeah. So. Even abs- if they were like 24 hours, you're going to have the baby. Yeah. Like for sure. And I kind of like for people who haven't um, given birth, this is how I kind of like I liken it. If you're going for a run but you don't know how long that run is. Oh, torture. Like, 
it's just you need if an they ending. say, okay, you're doing one kilometre, yeah. perfect, you, you can see the finish line. You just – That's a really good analogy. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, no, that that would be – So that's it. Um, for you, your first question, um, how do you deal with anxiety or confidence with body image? Also love you girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um not gonna lie I did have a peek at my own questions I did too um and I just wanted to say something quickly because a lot of the same questions kept coming up about like body image my body how I look and everything and I know everyone really means well but I think that um I'll be frank in terms of me losing weight um I think everyone assumes that I it's in an unhealthy way and that um, I'm struggling with – and I'm not saying that I don't struggle with stuff like that, but I have, a, have like I've spoken before, a lot of gut issues. I've had a lot of medical things that I actually have had to restrict things that I eat. I can only eat whole foods. I can't process anything. Like uh, it's actually been – Some of it's me. been out of your control. Yeah, it's been out of my control and, and that in turn has – I would have lost weight from. It wasn't intentional. Um, I also do, you said, how do you deal with anxiety? Um, I used to get really bad anxiety and when I'm anxious, I like lose my appetite. Um, so when I was going through it last year, uh, it was it was hard for me, but it, it's not like, yeah, I just wanted to preface and say, just be careful of what you say to people because uh, like if I was, say I was mm. like had an, like an, trigger warning and eating disorder or something like that it can be really triggering to someone to see that stuff so I know people mean well but yes Most I'm fine in a nice way yeah it was a really nice way I'm just like I'm I'll let you all know now I'm healthy I'm yeah so where are you at now yeah with everything that kind of affected that I am my anxiety is definitely nowhere near as bad and now when I do get anxious I'm not I'm not to the point where like I lose my appetite or whatever I just I'm just an anxious person and I'll always have anxiety. It, mental health runs in my family. Um, there was a lot of questions about mental health too. Um, it's something I just deal with. A lot of people do. Um, but I have ways now that I cope with my anxiety and like I can, like I call mum, Charlie, she gives me a pep, pep talk. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely, it's definitely helped and also my gut issues are a lot better. So, mm. like. That's that. I think it's um. I think it's also important to note that everyone's metabolism and body is different. Yeah. Some people struggle to put on weight. Yeah. So seeing things like this could be quite hard to see. Yeah. Um. And especially you know with the with the lockdowns that we've been experiencing the past two weeks. Not yeah. Everyone, well, we haven't been able to go to the gym. So people who struggle to put on weight. Yeah. They're not putting on weight. Not yeah. Going to the I gym. was. They're just, losing. Yeah. Weight. Everyone was just walking and stuff. Like I couldn't mm. lift a weight. There's a lot of contributing factors and I and it wasn't an intentional thing yeah um but in terms of like body image and confidence I feel I struggle with this I feel like everyone struggles with it Mm. but um I just fake it till you make it Mm. (laughs) um but if you are having a bad body image day I would say just like compliment yourself on things that are not aesthetic like things that you like about yourself that aren't like you know aesthetic like oh um you're you're a really nice person I'm trying to think of stuff but like I just focusing focusing not on aesthetics and like the physical and your looks yeah and and more like inner stuff and I think you actually love 
yeah. within yourself. Yeah, and put on a big T-shirt, Have watch some watch a movie if you're not feeling yourself. That's how mm. I just like – I'm just like whatever. And then a new day and yeah. If um you saw – so this will come out on, on Friday tomorrow. If you saw the story we put up of me today, <laughs> which is Thursday, yeah. <laughs> look, you really – I. Two years ago, I would have not let a photo like that oh. of me be posted and now I literally just whatever. She – and, yeah, you have come such a big – a long way in that mm. but I think that's mainly due to you having a baby. Yeah. And you just appreciate your body so much more and I think you could give a good insight into that. I think we could do a whole episode on, like, yeah. body yeah, image, confidence. In different parts of yeah, our journey. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, uh, that's just to wrap that up. And I hope that didn't come across like me being rude or anything. I don't think so. I just at want all. to address it because there was a lot of questions about it. Yeah, I but think yeah. very, very well said. Um, okay, my one to you. Financially, what is the impact of having a baby? Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. Babies or a baby is extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, the outlay in terms of getting your pram, car seat, like a uh, cot, it's. It's thousands and thousands of yeah. dollars. I remember when you um, when you were first pregnant and you said and you were, uh, made a spreadsheet of like just to, budgeting. Yeah, and you were, told me like the amount that it was going to mm. cost you before Bambi was even here, and I yeah. was like, wow. I might find that spreadsheet and yeah. mention it one episode, but um, because I'll give like the exact that would be figure. really helpful. Um, but yeah, I made a spreadsheet and everything we needed, and then kind of like a rough budget for it. Um, and then at the actual cost, so I'll have the exact cost. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, try and um, get friends or family to gift you as much as you can, whether yeah. it's with your registry or, you know, if you're not having a baby shower, just asking them um, different things that they could buy. Mm-hmm. In terms of once the baby's actually actually arrived, um, if you were kind of going out more on the weekend, dinners, lunches, drinks, it's almost like you just kind of swap Yes. What you're spending your money on. 100%. And when you have a baby in turn, you're just staying home more. Yeah, I didn't so, even think that. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, – it's hard to say. It's it hard to put a number what on you, it. What you do um, – but I definitely think the initial the initial setup yeah <laughs> is is the most expensive part yeah and like all the doctors mm. appointments and all that yeah yeah and also there's different um you can go public private yeah. we we went public so everything was free bar my doctor's appointments yeah um. I have heard that the private system can be quite expensive. The yeah. reason we didn't go down that path is because I got shared care. Um, so I was still seeing my midwife and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I heard that private can be up to $10,000 and that wow. is just way too expensive for me. I know lots yeah. of people do it. Um, if you can, that's great. But I can't say that I kind of You d- You like, didn't feel like you are missing anything no, in your experience. No, I didn't feel experience. like I'm missing out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so any my... young mums or any mums out there in general, like going through public, uh, like you get an amazing experience yeah, as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and if you can, look into shared care depending on what your area does. Mm-hmm. Um, Abs, can yeah, I ask I you that. your next question? Of course you can. What is your new job and <laughs> why did you leave your last one? <laughs> I was going to ask you this and then I was like, oh, do you want to talk yeah, about this? Yeah, um, I guess I really haven't said. Um, there was no really like m- like nothing happened at my last job or yeah. anything. I just think I outgrew it. I yep. had been there for a year and a half doing kind of the same role and I, I'm a really like a uh, creative person. I like to learn new things and I think I was just at like I'd reached my potential in that mm. job. 
Um, I also have so much going on and I know I had mentioned like I was like we're doing the podcast working on LA like my Instagram work and then working pretty much full time it was like a lot and I was burning out very quickly so something had to give and I just felt like that something was that it's a big leap Um, now in terms of what I'm doing now I am doing more freelance stuff so more part-time stuff I'm doing um, PR marketing for a brand like their in-house just doing that all myself and organizing that for them. I'm also doing a lot of freelance stuff like uh, styling and like on a, a shoots the and stuff. The plate is quite full. Yeah, I've got my fingers in a few pies, but yes. it's like it's a good balance for me because then it gives allows me to work on like LA and the podcast and my own Instagram stuff and I just think it was the best thing for me. I um, once read a book that said if you want to be successful um, – don't have one stream of income. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So I've definitely get, me has like yeah. seventeen businesses. Yeah. <laughs> you really taken that one on board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we're similar in that aspect that like mm. we have to be doing a few different things. Mm. I feel. Um, but that's can not I just f- add to that actually because I know a lot of people have like a full time job and, and they a love career it. Path, but put some money in shares or something. I don't know. Do something cheeky. Even if you're not in a position now in 10 years or something, do do something a little bit cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some people love full-time work and working up the ladder and like that's amazing. Um, I just think that, yeah, it was just the best decision for me, but that's what I'm doing at the moment for everyone that is asking. Um, Charlie, best tip for a first-time mum. Now, I think this would – I picked this one because I thought this would be like – I think we do have a lot of – um, girls that are expect like have mm. are pregnant right now and would really love any any information you can provide. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, getting organized yeah. and just working on your mental health as much as you can before the baby arrives. Yeah. I um I really got my affairs in order mm-hmm. pre Bambi arriving. Um, and oh, also I like meal prepped heaps of freezer dinners and things like that. The freezer was stocked with things that I could just, just throw into the oven. Organi- just being really organised. Yeah. yeah. So you're not kind of like, oh, I've got to cook dinner tonight. Yeah. Um, and in terms of your mental health, um, really take the time to just try and become the best version of yourself. Make sure you... You're feeling on top of yourself before yeah. because you're about to give your all to a baby. You're, you're not going to be your number one priority anymore. Yeah. Like and for no, a bit, for a little bit. It's true. Yeah. You, yeah, and you can't pour from an empty I cup. I was literally about to say those exact words. I was waiting for my time. I was like, I've got to hit you with a quote. you, you got to get a quick guy. Uh, I talk a lot. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, no, that's – Honestly. And I'll probably go into, I can see your next question. I will go into a bit more on why I think, should I just answer the next question now? Yeah. So how is being a young mum and how was the first three months? So in terms of the first three months, this is why I say get on top of your mental health. I, I can't say I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And I feel like this is a bit controversial because everyone, when when you're having your baby, like, oh, you're just going to be in this love bubble. I think it's so important to mm. share mm. that it's not. This is actually a massive part of the reason why I really wanted this podcasting platform yeah. is because every time I, you know, I'm chatting to a soon-to-be mum, I'm like, just so you know, I really didn't enjoy the first bit um, and it got better for me because when I was in that that first newborn stage, all I wanted to hear was someone say to me, it gets better. Yeah. Um, and I think 
your hormones are all over the shop. Oh, yeah. Absolutely all over the shop. Um, you're also adjusting to this new life. I remember like when you first had Bambi and I came over for the first time and I was like, how how is everything going? And it would just be like from like it just – it would be such a big change going from – it's like your whole world has changed in mm-hmm. like – even though you saw it coming for nine months, but your whole world has changed and now you have this beautiful baby that you are looking after, but everything else around you is still going on. Like all your friends are still going out and all your friends are still doing what they're doing and living their own lives. And it's like, it's adjusting to that. I feel like would be so hard. Yeah. And obviously like this, you you have this crazy amount of love for them and you just I would be overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Like I remember every – like even just carrying her, like like walking along the floorboards, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. What if she slips? Like all this like kind of anxiety building yeah, up. 100%. And also um, when I was like literally like a few days postpartum, all I wanted to do was just bounce back into my normal life. I wanted to get up, go to the gym. Yeah. I wanted to work. I wanted to come home and watch Netflix with Josh and – there, this was no longer my reality, but that's mm. I was craving my my re, my normal, old reality. Yeah. Um, so it's just coming to terms with, <clears throat> sorry, um, like your new reality, I guess, yeah, and, and just trying to feel normal again. Just teething issues, and I don't mean to compare it to what I'm going through now, but like anything, any changes, like it's going to take a while to get yeah. back into a routine and something mm. that works for you. And there's going to be some challenges, and there's going to be some things that like you're like, wow, like this is scary kind of. But, yeah, I compared to you when you first had a baby, I couldn't even imagine. Like I remember when I walked in to meet Bambi for the first time and you gave her to me and I was like, I was so scared. I was like this little fragile little human. Mm. I It's in no one kind of prepares you for that, I guess. Like even just how to hold a newborn. I know, even though I – Seriously, thought I couldn't have been any more prepared. Yeah. I was still hit with this wave. And um, in terms of being a young mum, because I know that was part of the question, I love being a young mum. I feel like this is this is me. But I think another thing that I was craving in that newborn phase is just talking to someone who understood me. I have a few kind of people that I knew that had had babies and a friend and I just remember I was like non-stop just kind of asking them questions and texting and and if they were like their baby was older than mine I'd be like oh like are you is it good now like yeah. is it good now <laughs> yeah like um yeah yeah but I didn't have it wasn't like my whole friendship group were having babies or already had older babies and yeah. all this advice sounds, was flowing yeah. around for me it was quite limited yeah so I think in that regard it was hard um, but yeah, I definitely, I, I, I couldn't imagine life now without being a mum. I know you're so used to it now, it's but, it's, normal. It, but it's really important to highlight that it wasn't always like that, no. even though it may look like that on Instagram and stuff. And I think that would be so helpful to young mums. Yeah. That's not to scare them or anything, but just to like show that it's okay and it will mm-hmm. get better if you do struggle in the first couple of and months. And I think, um, a big part of the reason, like, why I've like never posted on on Instagram or whatever being like this is a really hard time is because you get kind of scared that people are going to be like you've got postnatal depression yeah. just because and put you in a box and yeah and put you in a you. box and it's like well no I'm happy I just don't feel a hundred percent quite right which is normal and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or anything like that yeah. it's just like like I have a bad day still like yeah. and I'm 
and no one's going to be like, you're, well, you're depressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, I definitely kind of kept it to myself. Obviously, Josh was completely yeah. aware. Um, um, and, yeah, that's that's not to say that now it's smooth sailing. Every single stage has its challenges. Yeah. But I just feel a bit more well, – I feel normal now. Yeah. Um, and my baby is seven months old. So this is how long it's taken to just yeah. – and I feel like – Say when I when I had my baby, I was kind of feeling 70% myself. Mm. Every day it's like 1% more. Yeah. And then I just slowly over time um, started feeling a lot better. I love that. I think that was so helpful. I'm glad I asked that question. Um, what are we up to with you? Oh, okay. How did you decide you wanted to get into fashion marketing? Um, <laughs> I Fashion marketing specifically, like I said, we studied fashion business together but when I was in studying I like wanted to do fashion styling that was like my I kind of wanted to do it and then I got an internship doing like events and social media and stuff and then I kind of I kind of just fell into it and I love the marketing side of it I obviously do my own social media so that kind of plays a part in it and I just think I have not an eye for it but I'm more clued into that kind of stuff I still love my styling and all of that but um I think it's just something I fell into and I think if you're studying or doing internships you'll find like what kind of things you want to do and I and what kind of path if you're in the fashion industry what kind of path you want to go down there's so many you can be a buyer marketing PR styling photographer like designer there's so many avenues you can go down so I just think explore a few and kind Mm. of that's how you'll find experience is how you'll find like what what you're passionate about. Yep. Yep. Um, well, my num- number five for you, because mm. you answered two yes. in one, um, how many people help you with your business or businesses? Yes. Yeah, so it's just me. I don't have any employees. Um, Besides Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> well, my family helped me a lot, actually. I yeah. I have unpaid employees, really. Yeah. Um, I, could, I couldn't do it without all of their help. I would really, really love to get some employees at some stage this year because it can be quite lonely having being, you know, on your own running a business. Yeah. And I think it'd be nice to bounce ideas off people. So yeah. that's definitely something... I would absolutely love to do. Look into 100%. Yeah, yeah I think I just feel like I will, I'm really going to struggle to just to upload tasks. power. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> like I responsibility. Think, I think everyone cuz it's your baby, it's your business, mm. you want to like it's almost like micromanaging, but it's just like yeah. you've got to kind of you can't do everything. Well, this is what I'm realizing this week like I actually can't do everything and I I am at some stage going to have to do that. Yeah. Well, we'll circle back with how you go with that. Um, how do you deal with grief now compared to when you were a teenager? Um, this is a good question because I obviously like went through quite a hard time when I was a teenager. I lost my dad when I was 14. Um, I was almost 15. And at the time, like that is just like to anyone that has gone through losing a, a parent at such a young age especially, it is like – I can't I can't put into words and it was consuming like the grief that I went through was like all consuming because you've never the hardest thing that's ever happened to you is a boy not liking you back until that age or like like or a friendship or having a fight with your friend and then that all being thrown at you is just like it's like adult yeah and I just don't think it's sunk in for literally like two years how much of an impact it had on me and I think um 
I guess I I was sad and I was obviously distraught at the time, but I think uh, like maybe two years on is when I really felt the impacts of it because I understood everything so much more. I understood the circumstances and I think I kind of went through it all again and I kind of like had to deal with that again. But now if something like that was to happen to me, I feel like I'm so equipped to deal Mm. with that and I just like – I just think it puts everything into perspective, like little things, nothing's ever going to be as hard as what I went through when I was 14. And I am so not over it now, but I can talk about it without getting upset. And that was really hard for me for a long time. How long has that taken you to get to that point? Honestly, I think I wouldn't, like it's been seven years. It's eight years this. So 2014 it happened. It's eight, eight years this year, I would say, only in the past two years have I been like okay to be like to talk about it and you know I understand so much more now um but yeah I just I think as a teenager it is so hard to deal with grief because you're you never you've never dealt with that before so now I know and now I've dealt with a lot like a lot of bad stuff has happened like there's been a lot of people that have either passed away or something is you know or you've dealt with stuff but yeah I feel like I'm really not to make light of a terrible situation mm. but it's given me the tools to now be with to bounce things. back from things that some other people like can't deal with that stuff I know a lot yeah. of people they've never dealt with stuff like that and then something bad happens to them or and it's like really hard for them so I I just think as a teenager, it was it was just all consuming, but now it's I can deal with it a lot better. Yeah. But I hope that helps someone if they are going through something or they have lost a parent or anyone There's close one to them. Positive yeah, from that it, just one. like it does get better, and it will actually. It, it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I guess that's <laughs> what they, they yeah. say. But um, yeah. So I might ask you one more question. Yeah. Um. Do you work from home? What are your tips on separating home from work? Yeah, so this is a great question because I feel like, especially with COVID and everything, mm. I feel like working from home is a lot more common. Um, not even just in my industry, like just in Your general. Your computer's always there. You yeah. can do an email at nine yeah. o'clock if you want. Yeah, so I think especially now, um, even this week, like establishing my new normal and my new routine. So I just set myself, myself my set my days up as if I'm working a full-time job or a part-time nine to five kind of thing yeah so like good yeah so like I will have I will start at 8 30 or 9 and I'll have a certain like I'll do certain things till 12 and then I'll have a break for an hour or get outside go do something and then I'll work in the afternoon I usually yeah work in the morning and work in the afternoon and then when it gets to five I try not to do anything past five that's when I can go for a walk cook dinner do whatever but having those boundaries and not being like it's hard to just like not switch off and Mm. I found that with my other job the one that I just left it was hard to switch off because we were also working from home I don't know if I mentioned that we only went to the office one day a week so it was hard to switch off from that um but yeah I would just say get into a routine and treat it like you are in an office Mm. have your own separate your workspace from your bedroom or you're living yeah like where your comfort is it's and hard though because if you still live at home or with family or that's with what whoever, I found really hard then you're 
you're kind of working in your room most of the time. Not everyone has like an yeah, office That's what space. I found really hard um, when I was living at home. So I used to go to cafes and work from yeah. there in the mornings. Beautiful. And then I would come back. I, honestly, working from a cafe, just like having a coffee or whatever, doing something like that. And then I would come back and then work at home in the afternoon. So I think... See, that look, flexibility side's amazing. Of oh, it has, a, has nice so many like benefits. And, but it also can... It's you have to be self-motivated in a way to like get your work done. Like no one's there telling you besides on a screen. Yeah. Um, also get outside when you can. Working from home can be like and just constantly can make being you get inside. Sick of your home yeah. Quite and, quickly. Yeah. Just separating your comfort areas to your work areas as much as you can. Good advice. Yeah. Um, my last one for you is this is like really ties in all the questions really well. How do you find balancing mum life and having a business slash businesses? Yeah. So that, that's quite similar to what you said, but, um, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's really tough. Yep. Um, I've really, really struggled to juggle everything lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think I'm blessed to have Josh who is so hands-on. So we kind of just juggle between each other. Um, but I'm not going to lie, it's quite tough. I think because, um, you know, we, we haven't really started talking about daycare yet. Yeah. I think once that kind of becomes an option, which won't be probably until later in the year, um, it may get a little bit easier because I'll have uh, specific times. But honestly, it's purely just the help of my family yeah. that has allowed me to get everything done. Yeah, and, and do this podcast and do your businesses. Yeah. And um, I think... Yeah, like it takes you said, a village. Oh, it takes a village, and and I think it's so important to have help from other people. Yeah. Um, and I know you have beautiful friends that come over and help you as well. Like yep. we have a few friends at All Mine Bambi if we need a record. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Kelly. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's learning every day for you. I don't think you're like you've yeah. fully got it balanced yet, yeah. but I think you're on the way there. And I think the main thing is I. Like being a mum for me comes first. Yeah. Absolutely. Every 100%. day of the week. And, and I completely understand mm-hmm. that. I feel like everyone around you completely understands that. Um, if you were to cancel on me, I wouldn't take it personally. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. So if anything has to give, you know. It's everything else. Work is the first to yeah. go. Um, but yeah, that's it. That, uh, yeah. Was that really good advice? Or no, am I even was... giving advice? <laughs> no, they just said, how do you find it? Yeah. And that's how you find it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, if I was to give advice, I'd just say get a great support network yeah. and just get your most important things done first because half the time you won't be able to finish yeah. anything else. And be kind to yourself. Yes. Don't be too it's hard okay on yourself. It's okay if, you know, your businesses aren't flourishing if you're doing both. Like, or you didn't get like – one thing on your to-do list done yeah. because your baby was having a bad day. Yeah, that that happens. Yeah. Um, and I've got one more Quessy. 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 <laughs> give me a Quessy. I love shortening everything. <laughs> I know you do. Um, got a little Quessy for you. Yes. Uh, update on the day. Oh, my God. So many people <laughs> asked about this because you never gave an update. That's true. Um, was that because it went well? Um, last time we spoke, yeah, we're, uh, we're still hang- we still hang out. He's still on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, we like him. He's, he's, he, he's beautiful. He's a very nice boy. Like I said, early days, we're just hanging out. But, yes, he's, he's still on the scene. Um, I'm sure I saw him the other day. Um, I've seen him quite a bit. But, anyway, it's just 
all friendly vibes. And that's it. Hopefully it will be our reporting back in a few weeks. Some some more intense stuff. Anyway, no, because I would – anyway, let's just leave it there. Planning the wedding. (laughs) Charlie's planning my wedding. Um, Let's get into our pep talk. Yeah, this has been kind of a longer ep, but I feel like – And this pep talk is so long, so – Yes, Charlie is. Um, I picked this one because it's a bit of a story time, and I really I enjoyed read listening to it. Um, and I'm going to read. So it I out. thought everyone would enjoy like a bit more of a story time yeah, rather than love just that. some. We love in-depth story time. But I'm, Abby's going to read because yeah. I butcher it sometimes. I'm reading this for the first time. So I would love a pep talk from you girls on a situation I'm in and it's eating me up alive. Not sure if you're still de- doing these or not. Huh? Sorry for the huge paragraph. So I've been with my boyfriend. We'll call him Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. For two years and he's honestly perfect. I work with a guy. We'll call him Jono. Who's recently split with his partner and was going through a tough time dealing with it. As he is a good friend to me, I was there for him through it. As were other people. My partner didn't like him because of our friendship however he knew he also had nothing to worry about a couple of weeks post Jono's breakup he admitted he had feelings towards me I told him I was with Tommy and I just see him as a friend and I also deleted him off snapchat to try create space for him good idea snapchat is a toxic place <laughs> <laughs> he continued to try pursue me me and Tommy have had previous issues which we were trying to fix I'm a very affectionate person and love quality time with the person and we had had multiple conversations to try fix this I struggle with his lack of affection and time. So this is huge because this is like love languages where your love languages don't Mm. align. Yeah. Eventually we went on a break, which we set no rules for and said if something did happen, we'd prefer not to know. See, I have feelings about this, but we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. For about three weeks as I felt I needed time as I was slowly becoming really unhappy in my relationship. In this break, Jono tried even harder with me to the point one night we had a work games night at our friends I'd had too much to drink and it became upset about my situation Jono sat with me and talked for ages and I started to feel really safe with him and felt bad as I wasn't as I want sure wasn't sure if I liked him we ended up kissing which then led to other things too if you know you know oh girl (laughs) it really confused me and I felt like maybe I developed feelings for Jono as he was giving me what I wanted and couldn't get from Tommy This made me feel like a cheat and so awful. I knew I couldn't be with Tommy now that I had done this. Post break, Tommy said he would do anything to fix us and he was sorry he wasn't putting me first all this time. I told him I feel like I've given up and not sure I can make it work. I also told him me and Jono kissed but left it at that. Just then I didn't go into more detail as I didn't know how much to tell him due to being on a break, etc. We ended up breaking things off, which was my call, but he's now just found out about the other stuff that happened between me and Jono. Should I have told him everything from the start, even if we're on a break? I feel so awful. It genuinely makes me feel sick that I hurt him. I'm not a cheater, but I feel like one help. Also, I've seen how long this is. Hard. Don't feel like you got to read it. Wow, sorry. <laughs> well, we did read it all, and this is this is hard. Um, There's a quite a bit to unpack here. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. What's your thoughts? <sighs> Don't be too hard on yourself. Like I don't want to come in here and judge someone straight off the bat and that's not what you need There's to hear right now. been involved in this. Yeah. I think where it went wrong at the start is going on a break and not establishing what the break is, yep. what the rules are. Yep. And it, it, as uncomfortable as it is, just saying you don't want to know, that's it's never going to work. Mm. Um, if you're Especially on a, in your Yeah, in if you're on a break, social. are you just having time apart but you're not – sleeping or kissing anyone else or doing anything with anyone else or are you fully broken up and you're doing your own time time and you're allowed to 
do whatever you want because I feel like that's if that was established first I feel like this wouldn't be an issue Mm. um but I think that's where a gray area the thing that I think you need to ask yourself is did you ask Tommy to go on the break because subconsciously you wanted Jono yeah honestly I think you and Tommy were not meant to be mm. I'm not like I'm not in <laughs> your relationship one thing in my life. but I just think if you uh, you you seem young like if you are thinking about someone else like that or if you have those feelings I feel like then mm. I don't know like I think the main thing she's asking though is she's she just feels horrible so needs and a uh, you of, shouldn't a feel horrible everyone makes mistakes whether this mm. was a mistake or not or everyone can do like questionable things at times yeah the fact that you feel really bad about it and you are really upset that you have hurt him speaks volumes of your character shows you're a very kind person yeah you really do care for him um in terms of whether you should have told him from the start it is a really hard thing and you don't want to hurt them and you're like they may never find 100 percent. and i just think it's easy for us to sit here and say oh you should have told him or but it is the hardest thing to tell someone that knowing it's going to hurt them or it's going to ruin the relationship or whatever. So I'm not going to comment on that, whether you should have told him or not. It's not my place. Um, I'm not going to comment either. I thought, are you not? Well, no. I, I thought you said I, I'm going to comment. No, no, no. I like, no, okay. I'm not. I, I don't know what to say. This is a t- very, very, very tough situation. Yeah, I just, and I just feel for all parties. Yeah, I just think going forward, you need to apologise to him for hurting him. Um I think you need. I just realized I said at the start I enjoyed reading this. I didn't enjoy reading this. I felt for everyone, but I just felt like it was a better, not a better. Oh, God. I'm just. It's a good. It's a. We like stories and like in depth. I felt like a lot of people would kind of resonate with sticky situations. Yes. And it's. And yeah. And I think. I think it's big of you to write in knowing like you kind of being quote unquote the bad person in this mm. situation. Um, really don't be too hard on yourself. I know it would be like chewing you up. Um, but just I, I think you should reach out to Tommy and just try your best to clear the air, explain yeah. why you kind of left out some information and yes. that you care about him. Yeah. And hopefully he'll just see where you were coming yeah, from. Yeah, you can't force him to forgive you or whatever and but obviously you want to keep that friendship level. Um, I just think the best thing you can do is apologise mm. and just But, yeah, like, tr- honestly it. I think you just need to try and to give it time. He- time heals all and though. And not let it eat you yeah, up. Yeah, time heals all. Give them time and I'm sure he will come around to it. Um, but, yeah, in the meantime, don't be too hard on yourself. Surround yourself with friends and – it will be okay. You are not a bad person. It is not the end of the world. No. I promise you that. Um, but yeah, I hope you're okay, and I hope everyone involved is okay. Tommy and Jono. Love. Yeah. To, oh. to Tommy mainly. <laughs> Jono. Jono, get off names. Snapchat. <laughs> Jono, off Snapchat. Um, That's it. This has been the longest episode. I know, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's like a good one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. And yeah, have a good week and weekend. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.